Hey, what's going on? This is Peter from Beard Today. Beard tomorrow. Motherfuckers talking shit. Start it's starting over. over. We just rolling with this shit. <laughs> oh, uh, the goons. Right. <laughs> the goons are in full effect right now. I'm here with Perry and El Otro Pedro. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Well, we've been drinking all day. I'm pretty sure. Tell us know, about it. Where were you at? I was at Spite and Dival for their 15th anniversary, Very which nice. was awesome. I mean, can't beat an old school Brooklyn dive that has turned into one of the best Belgian bars in the city. So. Just saying. Absolutely. And Pete, how you doing? Fucking great. Been working all day. Smell like food. But I'm about to start drinking. I'm down with that. And I was actually hitting up the Interborough second anniversary before I came over here. Uh, lots of good stuff. We'll get into that later. We got a lot of beers from Interborough. But uh, we're back at Image Gallery in Bushwick, Brooklyn, for what should be a great night of celebration, specifically celebrating the life and times of Tupac Shakur and dozens of artists across all platforms and disciplines. It really should be a dope time. Uh, I don't know if, if, if everyone knows, but Lassane Parrish Crooks was born on June 16, 1971 in East Harlem. The following year, he was renamed after Jose Gabriel Tupac Amaru, known as Tupac Amaru II, the 18th century leader of a large Andean uprising against the Spanish in Peru, where its quelling resulted in his untimely death. Pac's parents, Afeni Shakur, born Alice Faye Williams in North Carolina, and Billy Garland were active members of the Black Panther Party in the late 60s and early 70s. Pac was born a month after his mother was acquitted of more than 150 charges of conspiracy against the United States government and New York landmarks in the infamous New York Panther 21 trial. In 86, he and his family moved to Baltimore, and he started rapping under the name MC New York. In 88, he and his family moved to Cali, and he didn't make his initial breakthrough until around 1991 when he debuted in Digital Underground's same song from the soundtrack of the 1991 film Nothing But Trouble, directed by Dan Aykroyd, shout out to the Ghostbusters, hey, and, and also appeared with the group in the film. In 91, Pac released his debut solo album, Tupacalypse Now, on Interscope, and although the album sales at the time of release weren't significant, the album is widely praised and known for influencing many other top artists like Nas and Eminem, to name a few. So the rest is basically history. I mean, we could really do an entire series on the life and times of Tupac from his time at Death Row and how that changed the landscape of hip-hop to surviving being shot and robbed in quad recording studios in New York City to numerous run-ins with the law, including his dubious incarceration in 1995 to the legendary East Coast and West Coast beef Shout out to Biggie, we are in Brooklyn after all right now. To his promising acting career and his untimely death in 1996, which to this day still remains an unsolved crime shrouded in mystery and conspiracy. Pac Bullshit. Yeah, it is. What's up with the LAPD? Uh, Pac amassed over 75 million estimated global album sales, and all five albums released after his death were certified platinum. But today we're here at the Image Gallery at 1501 in Bushwick, Brooklyn, celebrating Tupac's life and really tapping into who he was as an artist and a poet and uniting hip-hop and art, which so often goes hand-in-hand. Hand. I'm glad to be here with the goons, and of course, the BTBD goons always roll deep with beer. Shout-out to uh, Innerborough, again, celebrating their second anniversary. We've got beers that they just released today, September 15th, and we're going to be drinking them uh, throughout the show. we got the Mad Fab Fluid, Mad Fab Fluid second anniversary, uh, the Bushberg Pills, and, and much, much more. So I'm ready to do this. Uh, how, how are you motherfuckers doing today? Are you guys ready for this? Definitely ready. Always. I was fucking born ready, bro. You know this. That's how the fuck we do. So beer today, beer tomorrow. We're about to bring on some special guests, some Tupac-themed art. Uh, we got some some hip hop blasting in the background, and uh, you know we're 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 gonna get into some things today. We're gonna ask some hard hitting questions. We're gonna put people to task, and um, and of course we're gonna ask everyone's Triple G Canelo predictions. So um, Triple G all day. Triple G. What Fuck do you, Mexico. What do you, what do you think, build Perry? a wall. Let's I'm gonna follow you guys because I don't follow that. Build the <laughs> wall. Build the wall. Now um, I I don't like Canelo because of the fake catchweight bullshit. The Canelo weight, and he did the whole. Uh, uh, Abel Sanchez, uh, Triple G's uh, um, trainer, was calling him uh, Canelo Triple C, Canelo con carne, because he was eating the tainted Mexican beef. He didn't know about it, which is bullshit. Interestingly enough, a lot, a lot of uh, boxing experts are picking Canelo. I don't agree with that shit at all. Because it's fucking rigged again. That's why. Well, I think that, that Triple G knows that. I think Triple G needs to go for the knockout. I think if, if it's close and it goes to the cards, they're going to screw him again like they did in the first fight. 
I think Canelo's got excellent footwork. He's not. He's, he says he's gonna. He's gonna trade and he's gonna. He's gonna throw. No, he's not. That's not gonna happen. He's gonna run all he's night. Run like Mayweather. He's gonna run like Mayweather. And I think Triple G needs to do a better job of cutting off the ring. I think Triple G needs to just. He threw a lot of jabs last time. He needs to work off the jab and put together combinations. Work the body. Most importantly, start earlier. And of course, again, he needs to cut off the ring uh, at a much more efficient pace. But I got Triple G. Perry, you got Triple G. Sure. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. So we're about to bring on some artists for you here again. We're in Image Gallery. Uh, we are in Brooklyn. We out here. We're in Bushwick. And uh, we're going to bring some guests on for y'all. So uh, stay tuned. It's going to get ugly. Yeah. What's going on? Beer today. Beer tomorrow. Back at it. We have two very, very, very special guests. Organizers of this event today. Please introduce yourselves. I am Linda Chung. I'm Dave Harper. And uh, Linda, Dave, we're very happy to have you on. This is actually the second time we've been at one of your events. We weren't able to catch you, catch you guys the first time because it was so busy and popping. But glad we could uh, catch you guys today. So tell us, I mean, what, what's the inspiration behind today's event? Well, honestly, I'm following her lead. She's an artist by nature. She's a dope artist, multimedia. I do videography. And she had this vision of bringing artists from everywhere together and call it Art and Hustle. And the name just resonates. And she told it to me. She kept telling it to me. And I'm like, all right, what do you want to do? Let's go. And she said, well, I just want to do fucking art. <laughs> I want to do fucking art and be dope. And go. bring other part people in and, and, and let them give them a platform so that way they can showcase their talent. And everybody just be happy doing fucking art and being dope. There so you go. There now you we're go. doing art, being dope, and drinking Everything yeah, under everything. the sun and everything. And that's having fun. <laughs> that, that, that's I mean the art is amazing enough, but yeah. the uh, alcohol. I mean that, that's alcohol always a plus. Makes it much better, right? Always. Alcohol much, makes everything much better. better. Much I better. I just want to say thank you guys for coming to like our events, and we really appreciate you guys like sponsoring it and having this like area where you can like promote us and like talk about what we're doing. I mean, like a quick little background about what I why I started this, like. A couple of years ago, like my mom had passed away and I went through a divorce and like that honestly changed everything for me. Seeing her like pass away and seeing her die changed everything where you know what? I don't want to die. I don't want to die unhappy. I want to follow my dreams and what my dreams always have been is to just do art. So like obviously everybody needs to have a 9 to 5. So my 9 to 5 is I'm a fashion designer. But I'm doing art for somebody else. I'm doing art for the consumer, I'm doing art for everybody else. What's gonna sell, you know? Like, I don't really care what the fuck sells. I just wanna do what shit that I like. Right, right. You know, so that's, that's what it started. I'm just gonna do art for what I love, and I started just doing it and doing it, and it was like therapeutic. It was like a therapy session for me. And then when I started accumulating like a large amount of it, I was like, okay, now I'm ready to show it. And to show your art is a big deal. Like, to put your art out there, for someone to criticize and say, you know what, that's a piece of shit. But you have to be willing to, like, put it out there and be okay. You gotta okay. be able to take it. You yeah, take yeah it, you gotta you know? be vulnerable. It was yeah. really, you have to put your heart out there, you might be vulnerable. And I had to get to that place where I was like, you know what, I did it for me, and I'm okay with it. So if you like it, that's great. If you don't like it, I'm okay with it too. Right. So to be able to put my name out there, because I always was thinking about businesses. What's my business name? But you know what? My friend was like, no, like, it's either gonna be like Nyjah or it could just be Linda L. Chong. I'm just gonna be me. It's just gonna be Linda L. Chong. And then Art and Hustle is a platform that I started like accumulating all of this talent that I started meeting at these art right. shows. And I'm like, all these people are fucking dope. You know what? I'm gonna start doing, I'm gonna curate some art shows and just start collecting all these people and just helping them have an area to show their art. And there's like no criteria. You love your art, you want to show it, great, come on right. in. You know, there's no like stigma of it. There's no like, oh, let me see your art. Let me see like what's what's good and let me like figure it out. No, 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 you like it? You're welcome. You come in. It's just like a platform yeah. for artists to just yeah. get their shine on yeah. and just just exactly. get some exposure. A contemporary art, art platform because when people hear art, they think of the whole the the, the stiff uh, um, bright art galleries with one picture here and one picture there. All right. Then they just say, I, I don't want to see no art. Like that's that's for uh, uh, rich people. Like yo, no, it's not. Like when she told me, yo, come to the come do the art show and shoot some video, I'm like, art, I, I don't want to do no fucking art. And I'm like, I don't want to shoot no art, but then she was like, just come, just do it. I'm like, all right, cool. So I showed up, and I seen what she did. I'm like, oh, shit, this is fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like an art party. It's not yeah. just like, 
just stuffy, like stuck up people. We're gonna have music, we're gonna have body painting, we'll have like tattoo artists, we'll have alcohol, you know? Right, and, 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 and maybe partially selfishly, but what I really like about what you guys are doing, it's like art across all disciplines. Like you were saying, you got artists, you got canvas, you, you, you got people doing clothes, you got people like at previous events who are just like creating like arts and crafts type stuff, you got podcasts here. Right. Like it's literally art across it's all the yeah. disciplines. Everybody, yeah. everybody can promote this. Everything is art, man. Yeah. Right. Show if you put anything out there, it's art. Is, you know? Yeah. So now, I mean, I, I'm, a, I'm a big hip-hop head. You know, Pete's a big hip-hop head. Perry's from Pittsburgh. Um, <laughs> by the way, I got that same T-shirt. It's not as hot. What are you going to do? Thundercats. Yeah, I got the same T-shirt. Love, this t- love yeah. Thundercats. One love of my it. favorite T-shirts. Love it. Um, <laughs> so now, so now why, why Tupac? Like, I want to hear your reasoning. Obviously, so many awesome Besides reasons. Besides the fact that he was the man. I mean, Pac, Pac was, well, he's a legend. What made you guys finally say, okay, we're going to do a theme event around Tupac? Well, honestly, you didn't. You guys didn't make it to the Biggie show, did you? No, yeah, we, we didn't. We did the Biggie show, oh, and that was such a success You're that, like wait, let me backtrack, let me backtrack. She yeah. does amazing hip-hop collage art that's, like, right over there. That's yes. her piece. I've seen that before. Yeah, I've seen and it before. she had a, a couple of other ones that are amazing. And I said, you do really good hip-hop shit. I said, we need to do hip-hop themed shows. That's a beautiful niche. And hip-hop is so vast now that for it to fail would be a fucking clusterfuck. Right. So, right. you know what I mean? So it's a niche that I don't think a lot of people are tapping into the right way with art parties. Older school hip-hop and art, it goes hand in hand. Like, I don't Absolutely. Know about, I don't know about hip-hop today. No, it's not hip-hop no more. It's not even hip-hop no more. That's something else. That's something. It's trap mumble. But they want to categorize it all under one umbrella. But like Nori was saying one time, he said, why does um, why does hip-hop get everything thrown under one umbrella where rock has alternative rock, classic rock, and all those other things? We need to do the same things with hip-hop. Absolutely. Because so, hip-hop changes. It, it just absolutely. evolves. I mean, for better or for worse. I mean, me, you know, maybe I'm an old head. I, I, I mean, there, there's some guys that I, that I get with today. There's some. A lot of these dudes, like the music coming out with, like, little pump, little, like, I, I can't fuck with it. I just Right. Like me too. Yo. Right. Yeah, yeah, it it's like bullshit yeah. If I can't understand it, it, I can't feel it. Right. right. Like, I have and, a formula with music because I produce music also. Nice. And my, my, my formula is you got to make people feel you. Before you can make them follow you, right. and if they don't, if they can't understand. If they can't understand, how the fuck are they gonna follow you? There's What's no the premise. message that they're following? There's no premise to the shit they're putting out now. No, it's all the same bullshit over and over. I mean, if me and him got some photo shoot equipment, we can fucking be out there. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. All you gotta do is get yeah, really fucked up. Shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> You just gotta find like like some shit that's in your like parents yeah. like medicine cabinet and eat it and then right. make a song about it. Wait twenty minutes and go in. Right. <laughs> that's, it. that's it. Molly Percocet. Molly yeah. Molly Percocet. Yeah. Like, yeah. That, that, that's fucking. That's, 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 that, that's art these just days. Just use the same beat they used last yeah. week. Right. So we want right. we want to go back to where it started and celebrate what what kind of real hip hop art we grew up. You know, yeah. like right. we love Biggie, we love yeah. Tupac. Mary J, Missy Elliott. Like, that shit is like what we love, so we right. gotta celebrate it, you know? Yeah, because we getting older, and hip hop is always getting older, right. but the music is there to stay forever. Right. So we have to, we have to pretty much, um, we have to, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? We gotta be assertive, because hip hop's changing, but I feel like it's changing not for the better. Exactly. Right. You, you look at, you look at like late 70s, 80s, 90s, early 2000s, hip-hop was fucking dope. And now, I mean, you, you got guys in tight pants and fucking... I can't fuck with it. <laughs> it's, just, it's just... Like, you got you see guys and girls... Sorry, wa- I can't you take see it seriously you, when you're wearing tight pants. You, right, right. You see a guy and a girl holding hands down the street, and they both got on tight pants. It's right. like, yo, what the fuck? And you don't know who the guy or who the girl right. is. Right, right, yeah. Exactly. I mean, but to answer your question... We came up with the Tupac thing because we did the Biggie one, so it was only right we did Tupac yeah, and celebrate Biggie Tupac because he's a Tupac. fucking magnificent they, they artist. Tupac's a legend. He yeah. was he was ahead of his time. He did so much in such a in such a short period of time. You have to. And what's crazy? What's crazy about Pac? Like he wasn't just a rapper. I mean, this this guy he was a poet. He was a revolutionary. He was a revolutionary. Yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing. And honestly, time. he's still alive. <laughs> he might be. He is. He might he's be. Either, yeah. He's he might in be. Cuba 
or he's in Africa. Like, if you start I mean, listening look, to all that his, shit. His, his parents are Black Panthers, and yeah. then he grew right. up. He was into, like, he was into Shakespeare. I'm yeah. like, this dude was way exactly. in. He had layers. He's got, he's got a lot, a lot like of layers. Like Biggie said, if you, if you ask 10 people, who Tupac is, you get 10 different answers because yeah. he had that many layers. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. And, and so you know what? We and were talking you know about it. Sorry to cut you off. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Tupac is a teacher because he taught everybody, yo, dig deeper into yourself. Find your fucking layers. Right? Well, the other thing about Tupac simple. is that he was never a gangster. He was never in any of that shit. He got into all, he got arrested when all of that shit, when he made his first album. So he never got in trouble, never got arrested. He was a went clean, to a good, like, clean kid, went to high school, did like one of those like Shakespeare and all that shit. Yeah. He never had a record, never was in a gangster, none of that bullshit until he made his record, until they realized like, oh, you got this background with like Black Panther and all this stuff. Well, oh, you're now yeah. gonna watch they, they, you. They, they, oh, they, they caught him for some dubious shit. Like that whole, like there was some shit where like he was which yeah. I, I, you know, you know I, I'm not in it. But from what I read, that was bullshit. That was all bullshit. I, I, that I don't think Pac, I don't think Pac did nothing like Any woman's going to want to fuck him. So listen, yeah. he doesn't right. want to rape yeah. anybody. Right. I'm sorry, yeah. he's Tupac. And right. I mean, he got around. He made a song about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> How are you going to take pussy yeah. if you get around? Like, yo, I'm in town for one night. Are you down? <laughs> right. That's what he got to say. Those are words to live by, by the way. I'm in town for one night. I got to take pussy? That's it. Especially That's in New York? Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, I mean, I mean, he was just ahead of his time. I think yeah. he really exactly. was ahead of his time. Yeah. Listen, I, I hated him back in the day because of the whole beef. You know, I'm Biggie all the way, obviously. Yeah, me too. But, you know, as you get older, you really start understanding shit a little bit more. And over time, like, I'm not going to say I like one more than the other. They were... Everybody's no, I love great. Both. No, they I were both great. And they were but, very different because because Biggie was yeah. more party. He, he was more of a like, but but he, he could tell a story. He wanted to make yeah. you party. He wanted to make you party, but he could also tell a story a better vivid, than Pac. Yep. And I feel like Pac was just more like people throw around the term real and all this shit, but like Pac was just a genuine artist. Yeah. Genuine artist. Yeah. And um they were both great. You, you can't really say who was better because because they were both just amazing artists. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? I love the Tupac movie. And I always tell people, I got a lot of Tupac in me. I got a big fucking mouth. I get in trouble for my mouth, man. <laughs> like, she'll tell you, I got a big fucking mouth. And, yo, when you watch the movie, first of all, the actor that played him was almost dead on look like him. He looked a lot like him. Right. He did. Yeah. But Tupac was possessed by music. Music yeah. in its purest form. So for him to put out that many albums and songs, like the way he did, I What's crazy? The legend has it he put it, he did about ten songs a day or some shit like that. He, he, yeah. he put out five albums after his death. Right. That's crazy. Yeah. So where, crazy. where is he? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Wherever he's at, I want to party with him. You just guys, you, you hiding him in the back? I'll, I'll say this though, uh, because we're just gonna keep doing these parties. So like, he's gonna come up one day. <laughs> I hope so. You. I hope so. so. You guys need to be here when he pops up. I we gotta hope be. So, so I'll really... say this: even though the beef was between uh, Death Row and and Bad Boy. We, we've talked about this many times in the past, and I'll just say this because we're Queens kids. The hardest artist to go against Pac, it wasn't even Biggie. It was Mob, Mob Deep. Deep. It was Drop a Gem on him. Yeah. That yeah. was the hardest yeah. diss track yeah. coming out of New York. Yeah. Um, the only one that, that was significant. That was yeah. the only yeah. one that came back to Tupac. He was like, yo. Yo, Rikers Island flashbacks to the house you got scuffed it in. Oh man! Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm, let me not. Let me not even go there. Gonna, this you know is a Tupac event. Can, can we request a song? Whoa, 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 hold on. <laughs> let, me, let me not go there. Let we me gonna not do go. a Queens rap theme show one day. We need to yeah. do a Queens. Yeah. Listen, Yo, listen. Please. Let's do a Queens. Let's listen, do a Queens rap hood uh, you, art you, show. You guys should because the most platinum selling artists across all genres. Queens. It's it's mostly hip hop, but even you even if you look like further the Ramones, it's the most hip hop. The, the most, rather, I'm sorry, the most platinum-selling artist out of the borough, like Queens owns it. Yeah. Absolutely. You got Mob Deep, you got Nas, you got, I mean, so Cool LL. G rap, LL Cool J. Yeah. I mean, you go on and on. The Ramones, I mean, you guys need to do that. Look, right here. We're, we're, we're saying this shit right here. <laughs> you guys need to do a Queens-based. Yo, we will be major sponsors, Queens all day. <laughs> nice, nice, we'll nice. We'll be here for it. We'll be here happy for to it. have you too, man. Absolutely. Thank you. For real. 
Thank you for having us, man. We really thank appreciate it. Thank you so much. No, thank oh, you for coming, thing, man. The other thing I just want to point out with Art and Hustle is that I wanted to do art for a cause. So besides helping artists like have a platform, I wanted to donate part of the proceeds. So like we charge at the door and part of the proceeds will always go to some sort of charity. Right. So I don't want to just do this just for money or whatever. Like I want to give back to charity. So what's so the, awesome? What's the charity you guys are supporting today? Every event. So usually like this one will probably do like Hip Hop Foundation, which helps kids right. do yeah. like after school activity. Okay. You know? And then um, it's November, November we might be doing um, Wu Lab. We're gonna do a Wu Tang nice. theme show. Wow. That's so fucking we got dope. Network in, uh, in uh, Paris. So if you follow him, it's Wu Tang. Yeah. Um, Wu Lab exhibit. Yeah. Wu Lab exhibit. Oh, Wu Lab exhibit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then in December we're gonna get back and do like um, Hope for the Holidays with my work. So we're gonna do we're gonna get a whole bunch of artists and donate pieces of art. Yeah. For the Cancer House. So the house like. Like people who are going through cancer and they stay at this facility for free, but there's no art on the wall, so they're staying there for like weeks. But there's no art, so it kind of looks really, really drab. Right, right, right. So when I was like volunteering there, it's like serving them food. I was like, hey, if by any chance, like, do you guys want some art for your walls? Like, I'll work with my artists. And so they were like completely down with it. So in December, if you guys are down, we're gonna do an event there. That's awesome. Yeah, that sounds dope. That's really, yeah. really cool. That's yeah. really, really cool. So now, if, if people want to learn more about what you guys are doing, like what's what's the best place? Social um, media, us on website. In, uh, Instagram is the best way. So yeah. send us a message on Instagram, which is Art Hustle, or follow us on uh, Facebook, and also subscribe to our YouTube channel because we're trying to get a thousand followers. Yeah. So there we can go. unlock a bunch of features. So follow us on. YouTube. We definitely need those a thousand uh, followers for uh, YouTube to get that customized URL, so that way it's easy well, to find got, us. You got three more right here. Well, 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 we'll, we'll put together a video for you guys. We can do right, it. Right, Appreciate it, man. Appreciate it. And once, uh, what she mentioned was uh, the Hip Hop Foundation. It's uh, a foundation I put together about 10 years ago. And what I did, I used to live in Brooklyn. I'm in Long Island now. But what I did was I put together a foundation that's based around kids in a, in a, in a um, lower, lower income communities. And when I was living in Brooklyn, right here, like five blocks over in Bed-Stuy, right. I put together a flag football league for all the kids that can't afford Pop Warner. Okay. Right. And we did flag football in the parks on Saturday mornings for three years. Oh, nice. I started with 10 kids. My, my third year, I had 80 kids. Oh, wow. So, you know, now I'm in Long Island. I want to get stuff moving again. So what I'm doing is I'm trying to get together um, probably for next spring or summer. I want to do a, a family uh, kickball league. Wow. So, nice. Um, Hip Hop Foundation. It stands for Highly Inspired People Holding Obvious Power, the Hip Hop Foundation. So that's something I put together that I always want to give back to the communities and take care of the little people because little people become big people. Yeah. And if they're fucked up when they're little, they're fucked up as adults. And we don't need no more fucked up adults drinking liquor being more fucked up. There's a lot of us here already, so. All day long, he's got gems. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, look, uh, we appreciate you guys inviting us down here. We, I mean, I, I mean, you know, BTBT, we love, we love art, we love beer, uh, we love excuses to get fucked up, and you guys actually have good excuses as to why we should get fucked up. So, uh, we appreciate you guys inviting us down here. And um, anything else that you guys want to let our audience know? Anything else you want to promote? Thank you very much, you yes. guys, for having us. Yo, man, I'm just happy you guys are here to cover this, man. Really appreciate you guys, man. Yeah, whenever you want, man, we're come to every event, you're always welcome, man. Listen, you guys got shots and hip-hop. We're there. <laughs> we're there. Got we're you. there. Got there. you. Throw some art on the walls. Man. We're good. All right, man. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. Thanks. Thank, Thank you so much, guys. Cheers. Yeah. Appreciate you guys coming out and respect yeah. what you guys yeah. are doing. Thank you Yeah, Art and Hustle. Check them out. Art and Hustle all day. Cheers. Art and Hustle. Beer today, beer tomorrow. Uh, we have another very special guest here. We're excited to have him on the show. Sir, please introduce yourself. What's up? Jason Perez here. Uh, residing here back in New York from Miami. Uh, we had an art gallery called Gallery 212 in Wynwood. And uh, I'm representing a couple of uh, very talented artists here for uh, the Art and Hustle uh, Art Tupac Art Show. Very, nice. very cool. So now, were you were you always based out of Miami? Or were you, were no, you I'm originally from New York, and yep. I moved to Miami about 10 years ago. So I've been in Miami for 10 years. Right. And I recently came back. For, I've been back for like three months. I'm going back and forth. i got to go back for Art Basel. Yeah. And then most likely I'm going to come back and come and stay. Very cool. So, awesome. So where in New York were you, uh, were you based out of? Long Island. 
Okay. Valley Stream, Long Island. All right. No doubt. No doubt. Born and raised in Elmhurst, Queens, and then yeah. Valley Stream. Shout out to Queens. Queens all day, baby. Queens all day. I see your hat. Huh? Yeah, bro. <laughs> Queens all day. <laughs> all day. All so, day. Uh, Queens and Queens. I lived in Tampa for a while. I DJed out there. Did it, did it, it was amazing. I also do. I also DJ as well. That's another one of my passions is music. What kind of what kind of music house really music. inspires you? Nice. House, like old school hip hop. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm old school about. hip hop. Like this kind of shit is really inspired. Tupac is my man. So then let's get into it. Then like uh, your artwork here is up, is up on the wall. So what what inspired you? Like what was your process and your inspiration behind creating this? Well, my father's an artist. His name is Michael Perez. Uh, we had a gallery in Wynwood for about seven years, and we had to close. Uh, he recently had a stroke last year. And um, I took the knowledge of all the sales, like learning how he sold art and took it as, you know, as a skill. And now I'm an art broker. So I broker other artists without any overhead. So, okay. You know what I mean? So I just get them in different areas, different spots, different venues, different galleries, do events with them. Like this guy right here, Sal Gaten's one of my uh, good ones. Uh, Jason Skeldon's probably my top seller for sure, 100%. And uh, I just linked up with these guys just randomly. And, um, wanted me to come help him out with the show and here I am. There you go. Awesome. So now growing up, were you into the whole hip hop yeah, you know, scene course, and yeah. talking about old old school hip hop? So what, what side were you on? Were you on the were you on the death row or were you on the bad boy <laughs> side? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what side? What side? We wanna know. We asked those hard hitting questions here. I'm a East Coast baby. Sure. All day, baby. There you All go. day. There you go. What's and your favorite Tupac song? Hit him up. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. And we didn't even prep him for we that. We didn't even prep him for that. We but I'll say this though: even though it was a Tupac Biggie beef, the artist that went the hardest at Tupac, Pete, you know who this was? Mob Deep. Oh, always. Mob Deep. Always. Mob Deep. The mind made up. Mind made up. That yeah. was dope. Yeah, mind made up was, was a dope. Great song. That was a really good song. Yes, we were talking about this. Oh, we were earlier. talking about the M the Eminem and We knew this was going to happen. We knew this was going to so happen. So let's talk about it. Let's talk about <laughs> yeah, it a little bit. Let's talk about that shit a little bit. So listen, listen. Look, MGK. I didn't really. I don't really like this dude that much. But his diss against Eminem, like, it wasn't bad. It, yeah. Like I listened. To I was like, surprised. That's not bad. I was like, yo, this is the. It best was adorable. Adorable. <laughs> <laughs> listen, it was the best shit he ever did, and I was like, this is all right. This is all right. Right. Or he worked on that for like the last five years of his life. Eminem yeah. got him in like two weeks. Yeah. I mean, yo, Eminem, the kill shot, yo, he murdered this dude. R.I.P. Yep. MGK. R.I.P. It was nice knowing you. Yeah. Now he's going to go work at Walmart. The first time I heard it was today on the way here. But you yeah. know what, though? I, I, I In a weird way, I respect MGK's hustle because he was like, yo, that diss wasn't shit. And we know he got destroyed. And his next post on social media was like, yo, I'm dropping an album September 21st. So he's trying to capitalize. Right. And I respect it. Yo, he was the only guy that Eminem dissed like, like dozen, like uh, over a dozen people, he was the only guy that capitalized. So you know, I understand that. You know, it's a business. Um, his this was all right. I, I would say it's like a B grade diss. Yeah. You know, wasn't bad. I mean, Eminem murdered him with Kill Shot. Murdered him, but um, with minimal effort. I really think he didn't put a lot of work. No, into I don't. That. I don't think he and gave it at all. His all. No. no yeah. No. Yeah. I was like, sorry, buddy. Nice knowing you. But um. Yeah. Okay, so back to it. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. So back to the We knew it was going to happen. We, we, we knew, knew it was going to happen. Somehow. We knew it was going to happen. He, he, he. he, he well, we, 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 yeah, we, we were glad he was one of the guests and not us. That's yes. for sure. Yeah, we were going to veer Let's off there, the you know. Yeah. All we can say is the comeback of the year. The guests made us do it. So it wasn't us this time. It wasn't us. It wasn't us. Exactly. Exactly. But I mean, no, you know, just going back and we're talking about Eminem. Eminem is one of the many artists that said they were influenced by Tupac, especially the Tupacalypse Now album, his first album. Uh, you know, guys like like we mentioned in the intro, like Eminem, Nas, and, and other guys, they were really int introduced to, or influenced rather, into hip-hop by Pac. And like Pac has just, I mean, the dude was just amazing. I mean, he wasn't just a rapper. I mean, he was a poet. He was an artist. I mean, he was just a guy who really he was just... A genius. He was so ahead of his time. He was way ahead of his time. Way ahead of his time. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's great to be a part of an event like this that showcases Pac, that, you know, shows love to Pac. We're here in Brooklyn, um, you know, and I just, you know, I, I, I like I like being here. I just hope that people that show up, you know, they ain't about those Tupac remixes that came out like five right. years, ten hope years ago. I hope this. they appreciate all, all, all his discography, yeah. all the albums, even even previous to his untimely passing. 
that's just my hope for the night. But, um, you know, going back to our guest here. So, so you know, generally, you know, when you're creating art, um, just outside of, of this specific event, what are your motivations? Like, what re, what do you tap into? Well, I used to, when, my, when I was young, my father used to actually take me out with the tag and he used to, like, drive me around. I used to jump out of the car and tag this character. Wow. Like used, yeah. So your your pops used to do tagging and, and my, all that? Yeah, he used to drive me and him, me and him around. Me and Get out of here. Yeah, That's God, awesome. Dude. Holy he used shit. To drive, us, like, drive us around, we used to tag walls and shit, but I always drew this character. And, um, and I did for a while, and then I stopped, I, started, I stopped drawing, and I got into the music and DJing. And then recently at the gallery, um, I did a giant, like a big piece with the character. I haven't done it forever. First time I touched a spray paint can in freaking ages. Wow. Yeah. And it sold for $7,000. So Get the fuck out of wow. here! Then I um I did another one and it's, uh, that one sold as well. So I just oh kept shit! Going and going and going. Then that just my mind just fucking went off. Dude. Wow! And in Winwood, Miami, it's just so inspiring. All the art and graffiti. And, it's, it's, is that is that like a like a hot oh, scene yeah, for art? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Winwood is definitely a spot. Spot one hundred fifty percent. Wow, that's a great story, dude. Yeah, man. Yeah. You hadn't drawn in how long? What was that? You oh, hadn't drawn in what? I was like fourteen. Wow. Holy it was like shit. riding a bike, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just I mean, get right like, back like, on, right? I have like more of a wild style. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I hear you. I hear yeah. you. So now, if people want to learn more about what you're doing, they want to see more about... Um, uh, my Instagram feeds. Uh, Instagram, my, my music whatever. My one is uh, DJ Jason Perez. Yeah. My artist collective one, I'm, I'm building it up right now, is Jason Perez Art. And then my art one is JP1. JP. Nice. 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 So, anything else that our audience uh, should know about what you do, and, and why, why should why should they be out there checking for you? What, I mean, what? check it and see for yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. SoundCloud speaks for itself. Jason DJ Jason Perez, the whole night. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own thing. Check it out. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Listen, dope, man. Dope. Cheers to you, man. Thanks for hopping on on the show. Oh, thank you guys so much. And um, yeah, man, we're, we're looking forward to seeing what you got, what you and, and your whole artist collective are going to be doing going forward. We're everywhere. This is you, Beer That's today. us, yeah. Beer today. What's your, Beer tomorrow. What's your story? Oh. <laughs> oh what's shit. our story? Oh, so, shit. so we, um, you know, we, we, we were mostly largely, um, it started with a bunch of dudes from Queens. We brought in this Brooklyn oh, motherfucker right here. Brooklyn. This fucking Brooklyn bastard. Not the only one. Not the only one. He's not the <laughs> only one. No, no. We're, we're, we're a collective. So we're, we're a collective of craft beer drinkers out of New York. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No, you look- I, don't, I don't like to advertise, you know. He gets you got to all the stay time. on the DL about that. Like- I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. He's Brad. He's a Brad Pitt motherfucker. No, he's not. Um, <laughs> so you know, we we, we don't we don't fight club. We beer club here. There we go. There we beer go. club. We beer club. So you know, beer today, beer tomorrow. We um, we we just like drinking beer, and yeah. we we like drinking craft beer. It. We we like repping uh, local craft beer specifically, uh, downstate New York, if uh, Queens predominantly, but Brooklyn, Manhattan, Staten, uh, Long, Island. Long, Island, Long Island, Bronx. Yeah. You know, and um, we just like we like drinking good beer. If you got good beer, BTBT will be there. Yeah, you know. If you, you like to drink, you make good beer and you're good peoples. That's it. And we so get a little wild sometimes. So sometimes we get a little we get a little reckless at times. I'm but going to get a little crazy <laughs> from time to there you go, there you go, there you go. Well, the That's, night is young, so the night is young. We 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 may uh, test you, gangster, tonight. But I, li- I like this place. I see some dude over here painting some girl's ass. I mean, oh, this is a good this is a good spot. You know, like. It's a good spot right here, you know. Props, <laughs> props to homie over there. He's getting into it, you know. That's more thighs than ass. But he, he, he was like, "Yo, I'm getting." <laughs> he was like, "Yo, I'm getting thorough," you know. I'm getting thorough right here. It's art. Shout out to Tupac. All day. Thanks, All day. <laughs> there you go. Beer today. Beer tomorrow. We got these artists. That's how we do. All day. All Every day. day. Every day. Perry. S- send us off. Give give us some give us some gangsta Pittsburgh shit. Gangsta, yo, know, we we just lost Mac, man. It's still <laughs> seriously Mac Miller. You gotta you gotta. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. R.I.P. Mac still, Miller. That's R- still a hard topic for yo, Pittsburgh. That's yo, that's yo, we lost two right rappers in one week. R.I.P. Mac Miller. R.I.P. M.G.K. <laughs> um, we lost them both. We lost them both. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, guys, listen. Thank you so much. 
for hopping on the show. And uh, like I said, man, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll cross paths in the future. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Cheers. Right, going on beer today beer tomorrow image gallery bushwick brooklyn celebrating tupac celebrating hip-hop art and um we got another special guest here today sir please introduce yourself my name is sal gates framework design group glad to be here what's going on everybody where you from i'm from uh brentwood uh, long island and uh now i live in west babylon long island all right, all right. Oh, that's far, man. Yeah, Damn. Yeah, yeah, man. That's a trip Shit. for you today, huh? Yeah, little trip, little trip. I respect yeah, it. That, that's dope. a trip. That's a trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope spot. Yeah, dope, dope everything, bro. Yeah. We got girls taking their clothes off. Yeah, we got everywhere. girls taking their clothes off. We got alcohol. This is my kind of party. Cheers to that. Uh, cheers to that. <laughs> so now, what, what got you into art? Like, what are your passions, motivations? Tell, tell us the audience about that. I've been doing art all my life since I was a kid. And uh, then I grew into one of the best graphic designers. I own one of the biggest printing and, and uh, t-shirt company in, in Long Island. And when uh, my boy Jay came back, he said, Sal, you gotta get into the art. That piece that I have hanging here is my second piece I ever painted. You know wow. what I mean? So I just, now I'm really starting to get into it as an artist more, but you know, all my life I've been doing graphic design and printing and kind of stuff, but now I want to start getting into the art. And stuff. So that was your second piece? That's my second painting. That's yeah. fucking right, right. sick. Yeah, thanks, that shit is dope bro. as that, hell, man. That, that is pretty you know? sick. That is yeah. pretty sick. Uh, you know, having the graphic design, though, help me out a little bit. Though, yeah? You know I mean? so, so now when, when you're outside of graphic design and you're creating these artistic pieces, what are you drawing on for inspiration? What's your motivation behind creating these pieces? You know, I get inspiration from a lot of places, but one of my favorite things, if you notice the piece, there's faces on faces. And the reason why I started doing that is because you never see one person's true face. So yeah. I started designing different faces and faces of that character or that time frame, you know? Uh, this is the first time I use actual paint. I usually do it with pen and ink. Um, but I draw inspiration from a lot of places. When you design, I do different things and different customers and stuff, and that's that helps me out to, you know, get inspired from a lot of different places, you know? Right on, right on. And now growing up, like, were, were, you, were you a fan of Pac? Were you into his music? Listen, Pac and Biggie, this is our generation, man. Hell yeah, yeah. When I Hell yeah. It, yeah. I mean, I'm getting, you know, whatever this generation is, but Tupac, Biggie, is our generation. Have a chance to do a piece with him is is just unbelievable. Because that's what it was. Storytelling. You know, all that. The lost art is gone. And to be able to commemorate him is just awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah, hip-hop changed a lot, right? Uh, it changed, it changed a lot. Much. It changed too much. It was an art form. And now I think right. it's more about money. Type like, of not, right, not, right. Not, not to sound like an old dude, like hip-hop's not the same. No. It's not the same. I don't think it will ever, ever even get close to what it used to be. But there's still some people out there that are still repping. Yeah, yeah. The, you know, you know I what I mean? That Eminem just now with Kamikaze kind of yes. started bringing uh, bringing people back and letting them know that not only can I take your style, but I can show you how to do it and do it yeah. right. You know there you go. Yeah. And, and he's an old cat. He's our generation. Yeah. So. And plus, he shit all over Machine Gun oh Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, shit all over that motherfucker. You know what though? What I can't stand is why can't the generation admit it? You go online and say, oh, it wasn't that good. Rewind and listen to what that it's man because said. because they're 16. Right. Yeah. They're 16, and, and they just don't get it. I'm not going to take it away from Machine Gun Kelly. His disc, it, was, it wasn't bad. Right. You listen to it once, you got everything you need to get out of it. Like Eminem's disc, Kill Shot, you got to listen to it like two, three times. The double entendres, how he played on everything this dude was saying, and then shot back at him. It's crazy. It's like crazy. the word, and now we switched up his flow so many times. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. You know, Great. when I listened to the Machine Gun Kelly, I said it wasn't bad, but it wasn't enough. Right. So I was like, it's not bad. It's not bad. But it wasn't enough. Look, it know? was the best shit he ever wrote. <laughs> yeah. Yep. No, that was it. He, he spent so much time working on that to try to come at him. And what did Eminem take? Two weeks? Yeah. Week oh and a half? God. Yeah. He just waited. Eminem just waited. He, he didn't. He probably had that ready to go uh, for a minute, but yeah, I think you know. Machine Gun Kelly had that shit ready to go for a minute. Yeah, 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 definitely. And it's funny how Machine Gun Kelly, even in there, comes back and also gives him props. Yeah. Like when you battle somebody, you battle. 
But the, but the, there wouldn't be a Machine Gun Kelly if there wasn't Eminem. That's the whole That's thing. The whole so Machine right. Gun Kelly's gotta respect Eminem because, right. and a lot of times you talk about hip hop. You know, hip hop is is music for black people. Black people created hip hop, and then you know, there's been some white dudes that came along that came around that that could spit that were nice, but. You know, they were largely forgotten. You know, there was the Everlast. There was the dudes like that. There was Milkbone. But then Eminem came around, and Eminem was a legitimate, like, this dude has bars. Yes. Like, this dude, this dude's in the discussion with Pac, with Biggie, with Jay, like, oh, with Nas. Nas. Like, this dude is in that discussion. And, 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 you know, I don't understand hip-hop today. It's like when Eminem came up, it was hard for a dude like him to come up. And yes. he came up because he was dope. And now you got, like, right. Machine Gun Kelly, and he wears, like, tight leather pants. And like you know, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, maybe maybe I'm just an old dude. I just don't get it. You know? Yeah, no, no. You know, the biggest thing that I don't get is the lost art form of it. When you listen to Tupac right now, when you listen to these artists, they had something to say and they put you in that mode. Right. Right. Like you could actually feel what they were talking about. They right. told a story, and they you can you can envision the story that they were telling you. Right. And now it's just there's no content to it. And I'm not just look. You want a good beat? You want this? I get it. But whatever happened to that art form, and that and that's that's why it's like, you know, that's what when you criticize someone like Eminem, you better know what the fuck you're doing. Right. You, know? like, you better know what you're doing, you know. And, that, and that's and that's why it's like, you know. And I'm glad he he came at him, but Eminem does not need to go do anything else. No, that's no, it. And I feel Eminem, even though that that kill shot was dope, I feel like Eminem he didn't have it full throttle. He was just like, 100%. in case you want to come back one more time, you know, like. <laughs> But 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 there's nothing Machine Gun Kelly can do. Eminem just just murdered this dude. And, and but at the end of the day, listen. Props to Machine Gun Kelly. He's the only guy that responded. He's got an album come out this month. So I, you know it's business. I respect that. But I mean, there's nothing he could say. He got murdered. He got murdered by one of the legends in the game. And you know what though? If you're gonna do it in the rap way, be respectful. Leave your leave his daughter out of your mouth. Right. And 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 keep it with. Rhymes and this and make it fun. Right. Talk as much make shit about fun. him as you want. He, he should have learned from Benzino and John. Yeah. All that. I mean, he should have learned, man. He should have learned. You know, come on. But that's what I'm saying. If you want to do it, do it with the pen. Don't try to get to someone's family. Right. You know how he feels about right. it. That's that, right. You know? No, that's a great point. And shout great out to point. the DJ. This is the best music we've heard here all yeah. night right now. He's killing it already. He's killing, killing it. it right now. Loving He's it. Loving it. Right it. Now. Yo, so where can everybody find you? Well, I, uh, my company has an Instagram, uh, Framework Design Group. Uh, you can also go to my website and check out frameworkdesigngroup.com. You know, if anybody needs anything, just say you got it from here. You know, we'll take care of you. We do band wraps, large format printing, fully automatic t-shirt press, embroidery. But we're artists to the core. That's why we got a little bit of edge on other companies, so All right. check us out, and, you know. Hey, I got to talk to you about van rapping after this, by the yeah, way. Let us know. We'll take care of you, you know. Okay? There you we go. Love what we do. You know? yeah, there yeah. you go. Brother, cheers. Awesome. Thanks Yo. for hopping hey, on the cheers, show, man. man. Thanks Yo. for spending awesome a few minutes job, with us. Awesome job, bro. You're killing it. Killing hey, man. it. Love your shit here, man. Cheers. Beer today. Beer tomorrow. We got a special artist returning to the show. Sir, please introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Tony Seeker. I'm an artist originally from Beirut, Lebanon, and I'm in Orly, New Jersey. And this is your second appearance on the Beer Today, Beer Tomorrow show. So happy to have you back. Tell us, how did you get involved in this show tonight? Yeah, well, I was afraid I wouldn't have any new material for you, but given the topic of... Uh, party today, wandering Tupac, uh, I thought it would be something out of my normal range of art, Right. so I challenged myself to think about what Tupac means in today's times, and I came up with a piece that I thought reflects some of what's happening in activism that Tupac will probably relate to today. So now... You know, you got this pop event here tonight. You got a lot of people here, a lot of things going on. What's your favorite part? The tribute to pop or the half-naked girls being painted currently behind you? Well, you know, I'm getting a little bit older, but... Uh, <laughs> you're not old. You, you're in here, amused. man. Thank you. I was very amused by watching what's going on outside, despite all of the brilliant activity and excitement inside. 
people were walking by and stopping and staring as if this was the old 42nd Street or something. <laughs> right. So right. I was really amused by that. But yeah, we're having a great time. Um, kicking awesome. you, play baby. Yeah. <laughs> so now, what was your inspiration behind the pieces you have here today? Well, there are two other yeah. And he was also an activist. Right. So I listened to some of his interviews, and there was something that really struck me. They asked him, are you angry? And he said, yes, I'm angry. What are you angry about? I said, well, my mother fought for equality, freedom, and justice, and she died not achieving it. And I'll probably die not achieving it, but we're laying tracks. And I think that's what all of us are doing. We're laying tracks. So that's the name of my piece, Laying Tracks. Wow. And so what I did, I, since we can't see this visually, I have Tupac written at the top of my, painted at the top of my painting, and I have a stream of blood trickling down from it just to show uh, the pain and suffering and ultimately dying, uh, fighting for what he believed in, and even though he was controversial, you know, he fought for these things that we still fight for, justice, equality, freedom. And the lower part of my painting is much more celebratory, which is more in line with my style, abstract, very colorful painting. And that's more of a celebration. Embedded in the middle is the famous swoosh, which of course, most recently, right. is in support of people who are fighting for these freedoms now. And I thought that kind of tied what he fought for and what we're striving for today, and it brought him into today's times. Wow. That's moving. That is moving. Yeah, definitely. That is moving. Thank you. So, um, were you a fan of any of Tupac's music or his message? Well, you know, it's interesting because you know, hip-hop isn't necessarily my go-to genre. Sure. Although I did like Eminem, some of Tupac. Yeah. Uh, going back to the Beastie Boys. I mean, now I'm showing my age, right? Yeah, no but, sleep till Brooklyn, right? Tupac, I mean, well, yeah, the Beastie Boys. You know, the line, my mom took away my best porno mag. I mean, that doesn't make much sense to kids these days. Right. It might be but it makes sense. Took away my best porno URL or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I like some of that stuff. The thing is, it takes me outside of my normal area of interest because as an abstract artist, I'm much more focused on emotion, energy, colors, not so much the written word. But it's really interesting, to me, interesting for me to hear people that are really proficient in that genre because it's complete opposite of what I do. Right. You so know, it's almost a mirror image. It's it's funny because you may think you sort of stick out, but like I feel like you're almost mandatory. You need to be here with it with this whole group that's out here right now. Like you bring a whole different perspective. Art is a great unifier. It brings together the different genres, the different age groups, and if if you are a talented artist you have your place. It doesn't matter if you're young, you're old, and I feel like you 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 should be here. I mean, we've seen you here in the past. You know what I mean? Like you should. Uh, I love your shirt, by the way. You know, yeah. that's dope. Hot off the press. I was painting all day. So <laughs> there you go. There you go. There you go. Well, yeah, no, I I, I agree with you in that. Uh, you know, we're all a mosaic. Uh, all part of the same fabric. Right. Yeah. Those are good hops. But it's what makes us more beautiful collectively. So to represent from all different parts of the world in different ways. Right. That's what art is all about. Right. Together in some way. So can I ask, are you ever going to get down on any of this like uh, body painting stuff? You know, pull, pull some of these thick girls. You're going to paint them. <laughs> like, like, let us know. Well, you know, an artist likes to have a clean canvas. Yeah. To work from. So, I'm not opposed to any types of canvas. I embrace them all. <laughs> yeah. I like to hear that. I like to hear that. I have painted bodies, uh, particularly for yoga. Right. So, I mean, your perspective is if they're willing to take it, you'll give it. 
I respect it. I respect it. I respect it. So now, if, if people want to learn more about what you do, what's the best way to find out about you, the artist, your vibe, your philosophy? Tell us about it. Yeah, well, uh, let me get the commercial out of the way. So if just, you Google, just do it. This is your time. If you Google Tony Seeker Artist, Seeker S-E-K-E-R, you'll find me on Instagram. I have a web page. And uh, it'll show you, uh, it'll give you a lot more information about that, my philosophy and that sort of thing. Also, I have a solo show coming up in November in Piermont, New York, at the Piermont Flywheel Gallery. November 1st to the 17th. And it's a show that I titled Wish. So you can learn more about that. I'll be posting something soon to announce that. As far as my philosophy goes, because I use abstract, a lot of what I'm trying to shoot for my audience is to have them feel their emotions. I may be repeating myself, but just like in song, you have a script yeah, of what the artist is trying to express. Right. And this is what I was referring to earlier. It's kind of the flip side of what I do. Yeah. I'm using color and maybe just the title. You tap into that. Of my painting to communicate an idea or right. to spark a thought. But really, with abstract, just like with instrumental music, it's really up to you and your interpretation. What I hope for people come away from it and say, hey, there's something that we kind of see together in this painting. And it's colorful, it's joyous in most cases, and it's celebratory. So as humans, that's what we can collectively feel. Feel something together emotionally, that's the highest point of living I think we can achieve. Fair enough. Wow. Fair enough. Cheers. 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 And, that was great. And that, was, that was wonderful. And if people want to hear more about you, where, where can they go to find out more about you? Website, yeah, so, social media, drop yeah, that I'm, shit on us. <laughs> I'm on Instagram, Facebook, website. Uh, again, just Google Tony Seeker, right. S-E-K-E-R, artist, and you'll find more about me. Awesome. Cheers to you, my thank friend. Thank you for coming on. Thank you, thank you again for making your See second you appearance year, on the Beard Today. Beard Tomorrow show. We love it. Thank you. And uh, if, you got, if you're ever, if you're, uh, are you based out of Jersey? So if you're ever painting naked girls in Jersey, call us. We're there. We'll do the show Maybe with you. Maybe happening soon. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll do the show with you. We'll talk about it. You'll get into your motivation. And we'll bring the beer, most importantly. Thank you so much for on the show. We love you. We love your art. To legitimate dope artist. And he's getting down. Uh, nothing but love for him. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you very much. Appreciate it.